Welcome to Drive Time Marketing. This is where we talk to marketers about what they're doing today to drive results. Drive Time Marketing is sponsored by M Partners. All the tools, resources, and flexibility of a big agency, all the attention and creativity of a boutique shop. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Drive Time Marketing. Tips, tricks, and tools to bring your marketing to new and great destinations. I'm Julia Carcamo, and joining me today is one of my favorite designers, slash creative directors, slash musicians, slash I know eventually there'll be something else at the end of that, but his name is Skeet Hanks. As usual, I'm <laughs> As usual, I'm calling in from New Orleans, and Skeet today is calling in from his second home, which I call his second because he is a New Orleanian, so I think that will always be his first, but he's calling in from Kansas City. How is Kansas City today? Yeah. Oh, it's nice, actually. It's, uh, it's around 75 degrees, and it's, um, it doesn't feel like summer at all. It's really weird. I'm very I'm still very, not used to it after. I'm very, very jealous because it's, you know, 98 degrees and 100% humidity. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. It's, 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 it's hard to get used to, but, um, but I'm definitely enjoying it. This is the one of the perks, you know. Nice. But then again, let's talk again in December. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay. So um, for our listeners, this is a redo uh, because we did record this once before. And unfortunately, a few days later, I did get the blue screen of death and a really tough lesson in backing up all of my work. So thank you, Ski, for redoing this. No problem. No problem. My pleasure. But what I wanted to talk about, you know, you and I work on a lot of creative projects together and, and we found really good ways to get through projects and do some really great work. And we've also both worked on projects that have sort of spiraled out of control. And, and you and I have been talking about a lot lately about telling stories through the designs and how it feels when you really hit it out of the ballpark with the design and and also, unfortunately, how it feels when you sort of get into that spiraling vortex of death when a project just goes off the rails. So I thought it'd be a conversation right. our listeners would enjoy as well and maybe learn a few things. All right. So Where um, would you like to start? <laughs> well, so one of the discussion points that I've had with you and also with another friend of mine who is a uh, wonderfully gifted uh, director of photography um, is about the easy accessibility of technology now the you know the fact that computers are no longer the price of a house mortgage and there's software everywhere that is both um, free and paid at a level that is accessible to anyone and 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 anybody can feel like a creative director which is a challenge to those of us trying to make a living in these arts so I guess I want to start with that DIY mentality. How do you, as a graphics guru, maintain your relevance when you're faced with so many tools that people can easily access? Well, it's a real, that's a really good question. And um, there is a difference in a level of what you're doing uh, is the way you would get around that. I mean, just being a graphic designer where you're just executing and laying something out, um, I, I would still wouldn't say anybody could do it. A graphic designer has certain tools and certain uh, experience of learning and design background to know where to put things. Um, the, 
the problem you run into is that the person that doesn't know what he's doing or does not, I don't mean that in a mean way, just doesn't have the experience of design is not going to realize when they've designed something that's not effective. They just don't, they won't know it. They'll see it. If you show them something that's effective, they'll see the difference. But until then it's kind of like, um, I mean, it's like drinking $7 wine as opposed to $70 wine. You really won't know the difference until you taste both. So you can't really make a judgment call. So really what it comes down to is strategic. It comes down to strategy. Um, and thinking and trying to explore what is going to be the most effective uh, and being able to convey that to a client. And, and those tools, will, those tools will help you uh, with convincing a client that they don't need to use their 16 year old who just got a new computer, so to speak, not to be mean, but basically that's what you're, what you're fighting is um, cause and it's the, I use analogy a lot with, with uh, design, I use a lot with uh, with house building. There's like a lot of people know how to do certain things around the house. I mean, you know, if you got a manual, you could probably fix your own plumbing. Um, I'll give you an example. I can probably change out my toilet by myself. And I know the idea. I know how to do it. I've seen it. But if I run into a problem, I don't know what to do. You know, if I open up the toilet and then there's a hole right there and, it, and the hole doesn't look anything like any of the pictures I've seen, now I'm lost. I'm completely lost and I don't know what to do. So, yeah, anybody can open up a computer and turn on a design program and start laying things out. But if they don't have the background tools or the experience, they're not going to give a good product. So I'm going to argue your point <coughs> that anybody can open up a program and start a design because... I have tried to open up InDesign many times and have never gone past the start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's because you know you have a backup. <laughs> I have you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as my testimonial says. <laughs> but I, I um, want to go back to that um, to that comment about exploring. I'm going to make a note to ask you something um, later about that. But you know, one of the um, you know. Uh, I have worked with a few clients that have gone from using an agency or at least thought about going from using an agency or an outside resource to building an in-house resource. And, and I find that there are varying levels of success with it. I find that the most successful is when they have a combination of somebody who is quote unquote, a graphic designer, as well as at what I like to call a production artist. And, and to your point, I think that a lot of people in the design space can be production artists, but maybe not everybody is a graphic designer. I agree with that. Uh, and not everybody's an art director as well. Um, right. An art director is going to want to see how the product is going to evolve and how it's going to uh, um, translate down the line and how do you evolve your campaign and your look and your feel and how does that live a lot of graphic designers don't see that um a lot of art directors you know and that's the difference between an art director and a graphic designer is the art director understands the story and understands that direction the graphic designer just knows how to make it look pretty um so there's a give and take um so there's different i guess what i'm saying different levels and a creative director is seeing the whole project the writing the uh the output as well as uh, the direction and how this is going to work across all campaigns and all marketing elements. 
So there are different levels. And I think the problem that people get into when they pull, when they decide to do do an in-house agency, they're not looking at it from that strategy. They're looking at it from the marketing strategy and then an executional strategy. But they're not looking at it from how is this messaging going to grow and live and how can we creatively make this work so it resonates with people. A marketing person is not going to give you that. A creative person is going to give you that. A graphic designer is not going to give you that because a graphic designer is not going to understand the whole... uh, Well, they may understand it. I don't mean to uh, knock them. Um, But more that they're they're more in tune to making it look good and making the pieces work in any format. A creative director and art director is going to know exactly how that... What's the best way to market the product, uh, create the product, create an idea that will resonate and live with the audience. Does that make, does that, did I make myself clear? I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> and you mentioned um, it, about the art director and creative designers understanding the stories. And, and we talked about stories a lot and about how brands tell a story and how you present yourself. And I think of that in terms of a brand there, there's, you know, the graphic output of a brand but there's also the customer experience and the employee touch points. But, but you talk about how your logo tells a story and, and how you get from, from a design, from a just plain design that can be good, very good, to mm-hmm. a design that tells a story. So what do you do? How do you talk to clients? And what do they give you that helps you get them from a logo or a design to telling their brand story? That's a, that's a really good question and not always an easy one to answer. But what you try to do is find, um, is dig really with a product. You try to find, I try to find something that, that's, of course, we always try to, is market, we try to find a way that separates the product from their competitors. But what is it that makes them unique? And what is it that the brand that uh, what is it that that particular product is different about um, anyone else? Uh, And if you can find that hook, then you've got a special place to tell a story. And and visually, visually you want something that makes people, uh, I've always been a big big believer in this. You want people to look at something, if they may not get it the first time, they're interested. My goal is, in, and I think all of our goals visually, is to engage and make you think about things. And I uh, use this analogy with rock records or like old classic vinyl um, uh, illustrated art. It always told the story. It always told the story of what was going on in that record. I mean, like in the 70s and 80s, we're big into concept albums and storytelling. And, and you know, novels do the same thing with the book cover kind of gives you a little bit of, it tells the story, it gives you a visual representation of what's going on in the story. And sometimes you don't get it right away, but as you start reading the book, you go back to the cover and you're like, oh, I didn't know what that that tree uh, meant. Now I know what that tree means. So the symbolism is there. So you try to find things like that, I think, in a, in a good logo that can tell that story. And, and even if it, yeah, you, sometimes you can't go that far because of the simplicity that we're we're in these days with logos. But you still want to make it engaging and interesting. And as the brand starts telling the story, as you start um, marketing it and building a brand personality, 
it, it adds more relevance to what you've designed. So the logo doesn't really ever stand alone. It, and it gets a little stronger as you tell your story through your brand. It's true. Um, and I've, I've, uh, I've told the story many times. A lot of, a lot of first companies think that they need to have their logo as big as possible. I mean, and it's a running joke in the advertising world about make the logo bigger. And, um, which I and, and and from a from a customer standpoint, I totally understand. That's that's a really good tip for a designer, I think, too, is to try to be, have the empathy for your uh, for your customer because they're looking at it from um, a, a budget standpoint, and they're looking at it from what can I do to maximize my dollar. So, if someone has a print ad, if a small business person has a print ad, and they want to get the most of their dollars, they only have that one print ad. So they want that logo big because they, this is their only shop. But what they don't understand is that that logo means nothing to someone if they don't uh, have a brand already established or that they don't have a reason to make me look at it. Because we have so much going on today in media and advertising that a logo alone is not going to separate you um, and make people look at you. Um, so you want to try to do as much as you can to tell a story to back that up, to make people want to look at it. And, if the, and again, going back to the logo, if the logo is visually um, engaging, that, that's uh, just a helpful advantage of you to separate yourself from the pack. So how do, you, how do clients get better work from, from designers, from their design? What can they do? What can designers do? To, to, because they want to do better work. Right. Um, I would say it really is for me. It's asking a lot of questions, not being um, there. Uh, like when you're in school and the teacher says there are no bad questions, I kind of agree with that. And sometimes, you know, that uh, I've been in situations where the clients like, "Didn't you get that on page four of the creative brief?" You know, I don't care. I just want to ask the questions. I want to ask. I want to make sure that I've covered everything. Um, so I think it's more about digging, exploring, it's researching. And I think that the, the client needs to do that as well. The client needs to have a very um, open, uh, self-effacing look at their brand and understand uh, those things. And I think if they can, that's a hard thing to do because it's your baby. It's your pet project. It's your, um, you know, uh, life force sometimes. So you're kind of in there, in, in, inside mm-hmm. of it. It's mm-hmm. kind of hard to step outside of it. So the client needs to do that too. So, and, I, and I like working with uh, clients where the co- I don't really know much about the organization because then I get to ask those questions from the outside looking in. And a lot of times that helps the client. I can say, look, I've been to your site and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know anything about your company. So why are you doing X, Y, and Z? Because that, as a consumer, that's not where I'm going first. And then they'll tell me, well, you're also not the target. Or they're saying, oh, that's a good question. You are the target. And if you're not getting that, we've done something wrong. Right. So there's, I like to be able to do that with a client and, and get that kind of feedback. I'll give you an example. I was doing uh, a menu for a client. And he's looking at it because this looks great. And uh, the first thing he says, but move this to the right. Move this up in the upper right-hand corner. Now, in my mind, I'm thinking, that's just going to ruin everything. That's, I mean, as far as the design, the aesthetic, how it got everything laid out, it all had a purpose. 
But instead of getting frustrated, I, um, I just asked him why. I said, why do you want to move that there? I really, I really need to know. And he said, oh, well, studies have shown that right there is where most people go to first. And that's the thing I want to sell the most of. Or in, in that situation, actually, he, didn't, he said that that's what I want to sell the most of. And I said, but what? And so I was able to come back and say, okay, well, that's great. Can I take this home and or back to the office and rework this? Take some time to redo this because just moving it there is going to, it's just not going to look good. And he understood that. It wasn't one of those things where it's like, no, just put it there and move on. He understood that it had to be aesthetically sound as well. So he's like, yeah, go for it. Take your time. And so I was able to, to rework the whole design to make it work that way. And, and later on down the line, we had those conversations again where he would say, I need to sell this. And I'm like, well, this is your best seller, isn't it? He was like, yeah, I sell this all the time. I want to keep selling. I said, well, shouldn't you pump something else up? Since you know you're going to sell that and you're known for that, why are we making this a highlighted area? Well, we could do this. So, again, that comes back with more uh, of a thinking about your product, thinking about the client's product, helping them to uh, maximize their efforts, but it also helps you with your design. That sounds to me, though, is that feels like you've got a really good relationship with this client. And that's not always the reality, right? I mean, you said, when you were just telling the story, you said, I want to know why you're doing this to the client. And as a client, I would say, uh, why are you asking me these things? So, so you do have to develop that relationship and that honesty between each other. Right. Uh, I agree with that. Um, you, you, you have to develop that. But I think in the beginning, you also have to establish yourself as um, I'm going to think about your product and I'm going to ask questions so I can give you a better design. I'm not just, I mean, if you want me to do just a pretty picture, I can do that. But I feel like if you're spending the money, you should be spending it correctly. And it's just a way of talking to your client and helping him to understand. I'll tell you, I, I, uh, I understand that it's a partnership because I'm going to say I, I, that's what I strive for whenever I work with anybody because that give and take, once again, it helps, it helps so much for both parties, helps me evolve, helps them evolve. So everything is a learning experience. And I think if you as a designer, art director, creative marketer, or even a small business owner, a big business owner, or a marketing director. I can go on and on, I guess, couldn't I? Um, <laughs> um, all those things are, are really important to have that conversation to keep learning and keep getting better and better. And um, as long as you have that two-way, I think you can be really Both parties can be very successful. So I guess my uh, takeaway from this conversation has been that it's about conversation. And really digging into understanding the products and the clients and asking the questions that help you get there and having the client understand that that's why you're asking the questions. Honestly, I, I think I, you hit the nail on the head. It really is about conversation. And it's also, it's, uh, again, it's not to sound uh, right, but it's about, uh, it's about, it's about communication which is what we're doing ultimately is trying to communicate to an audience. So if we can't communicate to each other, how are we going to be able to communicate to a client, to a, to a target? Words of wisdom. And that <laughs> brings us to the end of our show. But before we go, 
we ask everyone to give our listeners one tip, trick, or tool that they can put into place today. So, Skeet, what's your tip, trick, or tool? Um, that is a really good question. What would I do? I would say keep striving to be better. Um, always keep pushing yourself is the, is the one thing I would do. And it doesn't matter what area. If you're in design, push, find your weaknesses and go, go explore that. Like, for example, my last uh, couple of years ago, I started realizing that my weakness was, was seeing negative space in a design or being able to create good negative space to work as a positive. And um, so I've been really working on that for the last couple of years. Um, so that's what I would say is education. Keep, keep pushing yourself to learn more. Yeah. I, keeps you, I, and it keeps you young. I believe in always learning something and, and pushing yourself to learn. And so lastly, where can our listeners find you? Um, you can find me online at lunarbaby.net or skeethanks1 at gmail.com. You can email me too. Great. Thank you, Skeet, for the time and for doing this a second time. Uh, thank no you problem. all for this. Thank you all for listening. We'll have links to Skeet and to his design shop, lunarbaby.net, in our show notes at www.jcarcamoassociates.com slash drive time dash marketing. Until next time, keep learning. Thank you for joining us on Drive Time Marketing. To leave us a review, visit our website at acarcamoassociates.com slash drivetime dash marketing. Drive Time Marketing is sponsored by M Partners, practicing the science of why. Why walking through your doors is completely different than walking through your competitor's door. Find out more about M Partners at mpartners.com. Until next time, keep driving towards your goals with great marketing.